0: and then in every single person that I meet on my journey. You're gonna learn these tools and how to apply them in your life now so that you can become the most free, powerful, bold, authentic version of you. Welcome to today's episode of Shrink for the Shy Guy. I'm your host, Dr. Aziz, and today we're gonna be talking about a topic that you have focused on. A question that you've asked yourself probably a million times. Now that might seem like a bit of an exaggeration, but when you hear the question, you're going to, well, you probably already know the question if you saw the name of this episode, but (laughs) so much for my big reveal. I got to get better at titling those. Anyway, the question is about, am I enough? And it's a question that you are asking yourself directly maybe indirectly, subconsciously, you ask it emotionally, you ask it nonverbally, and you're asking it all the time. And, and when we focus on this question, we have some pretty significant negative consequences. Also, when you ask yourself, am I enough, you're secretly asking yourself a different question, or even set of questions. We're gonna get into that today as well. And this is gonna be really significant because you're gonna discover a way out of that absorption in, am I enough? Which is the question that, that has sunk millions of people's dreams and goals and next action steps because the answer to that question is no apparently and then they stop so i'm going to help you free yourself in this episode it also has a big effect on your level of social anxiety level of confidence so stay tuned it's going to be super powerful if you're benefiting from this show i do have a request for you though these are brought to you for free and it's part of my uh, operation mass liberation where you're able to uh, get access to all the insights I'm learning on this confidence journey that I've been on for over 20 years and have helped thousands of people through. And maybe later you want to become a client of mine or buy one of my programs. But even if you don't, this is here available for free for you to learn and grow and liberate yourself. And the request that I have is if you're benefiting from this show, please go give it a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to it from and uh, give it a five-star review or whatever amount of stars you think it deserves. <laughs> Obviously, it's five. It's five. And uh, and let others know. I mean, that's that's the goal here, right? Is to spread this information because there are bajillions of us out there who are struggling in silence and feeling alone and disconnected and suffering. So let's uh, you know do do your good deed for the day and and let's support uh, lots of people that are out there. And also, by the way, if you're not checking these out on YouTube, you could be watching me right now, my animated, excited face uh, as I as I talk with you. So if you want to check those out on YouTube, uh, go to Shrink for the Shy Guy just go to YouTube and type in shrink for the shy guy. And we have them being uploaded to that channel as of maybe a last couple months ago. All right. So am I enough? Are you enough? And this question is in the background behind any risk that people want to take. You want to go talk to that person socially. You want to go put yourself out there professionally. You want to make a job change. You want to go for a promotion. You want to take on more leadership at work. You want to try to earn more money. You want to start your own business. You want to sell your own products. You want to invest in something. You want to ask someone out on a date. You want to see if that person wants to date you again. You want to take things further in a romantic relationship. You want to live together. You want to, whatever the arena is, your career, your love life, it doesn't matter. There's a question that you ask yourself before you take a risk. And the when people verbalize this question out loud, it's some version of, am I enough? And The reason I say that this question is often asked non-verbally is you might not be consciously saying in your mind, am I enough? But you feel the answer to that question, which is no. And then you feel insecure or hesitant or concerned, right? You know what I'm talking about? There's that person you want to go ask out. There's that risk you want to take in your career. Ooh, it's like the opposite of that chest out, confident, excited, uh, on offense feeling. And it's that kind of deflated uh, hunch your shoulders, pull back into the shadows. Ugh. And it has a feeling of smallness. You're not enough. Who do you think you are? It might even have a mocking answer to it, like, oh, you want to go start your own business. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you know, maybe even just a berating quality of like, look at look at you, you know, of course you're not enough. Or maybe comparing to others, oh, look at so-and-so, they're so popular, they're so beautiful, they're so successful, look at you. And the essence of all of that communication is you're not enough. And the behind that feeling is the question, whether you know you're asking it or not, is am I enough? And you ask the question, you get the answer no, and then how do you feel? Hesitant, concerned, insecure, self-conscious, overthinking, analysis paralysis, avoidant, afraid, anxious, inferior, inadequate, unlovable, unworthy, and uh, generally bad. Right? Is, this, is this making sense for you? Is this resonating for you? Does this ring true for you? Because whenever I talk to clients, this is first and foremost the experience that they're having, whether they've totally verbalized it like I'm doing for you now or not. So if you're relating to this, I have great news for you. There is a way out because the problem is not feeling like you're not enough. The problem is believing that you're not enough. That's the problem. So we take that feeling, that conclusion of I'm not enough in some way, and then think, well, I guess I better not go take the risk then. That's the problem right there. It's not the feeling. The problem is using that feeling to conclude that you indeed are not enough. So let's let's break this down a little bit. I love to ask this question for clients when they say, like, I'm not enough. I say, okay, not enough in what way? And this starts to probe the, uh, the illusion a little bit. And they'll kind of start to scramble for it. And then maybe they'll find something. Well, I'm not confident enough, or I'm not good looking enough, or I don't have enough experience, or whatever it is, right? And, but even then, you start to realize that the I'm not enough feeling is usually a little bit more amorphous and is not really actually that factual. Might say, no, Aziz, I do, I am not good enough at this. I really don't have that experience. Well, then I'll say, okay, do you think you could get more experience in blank? Whether it's conversation, confidence, or public speaking. And then clients will kind of begrudgingly say, yeah, I guess I could. Okay. So are you saying like you're not good enough at it and you could never learn how to do it better? And that's where you start to see that this thing breaks down. Because am I enough is not really about whether you're capable or not, right? It seems like it's a capability question. Am I good enough or not, right? That might be a, a, a relevant question. If you said, hey Aziz, do you wanna perform a surgery on somebody? And I might say, do I know how to do that? Am I skilled enough at that? The answer would be no, obviously. I'm not that kind of doctor. And so then that would be a useful question, there's a useful answer, and I make a decision based on it. Makes sense, right? You know, am I skilled enough to pilot this plane by myself? You're learning how to fly. Am I skilled enough to take? So, so you do want to make an assessment before risks if you're capable to do something. That makes a lot of sense. The problem is when you ask this question in environments where there is no uh, flying of the plane, there is no tangible thing. It's more of a social environment. Am I enough for this party? It doesn't make sense. So there's a question that you're really asking underneath the am I enough. You want to know what it is? This is the big reveal, by the way. This is the secret question underneath the question. You're not asking, am I good enough? You're asking, will I be liked? That's the question that's um, under good enough. You might say, no, hold on a second. Is that That's not really what I'm asking, but it is. Think about it. Do you wanna go approach that person you're attracted to? Am I enough? Really, you're asking, will I be liked? Because how do you know if you're enough or not in a social situation? It's based upon how other people respond to you. I'm not saying it has to be that way, but if you're running a social anxiety pattern, that exactly, or a nice person pattern, that's exactly how it's determined. If they like me, if they smile, if they laugh at my jokes, if they invite me back, if they want to be my friend, if they want to go on a date with me, if they want to hire me, if they approve of my thoughts in the business meeting and think I'm smart, then, then I'm enough. And so, really what you're asking is, are they going to approve of me? Are they going to like me? Or are they going to dislike me? And then, your mind uh, doesn't know the answer to that question, but it will happily give you an answer because the mind likes certainty. So it'll say, no, they certainly won't. They certainly will not like you. It's gonna go awful. And then that produces a sense of certainty. Of course, it's swaying you in the direction of not taking risks, regardless if they're healthy, regardless if they're ultimately gonna make you feel more alive or successful or connected, it doesn't matter. That part's just like, no, 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 no. It's not gonna go well, so just uh, stop right here stop right now. And that's what most people do. They'll, they'll get on the precipice of a, of a risk that they want to take. You know, They want to put themselves out there in some way. And then, ah, oh, no, oh, no, I don't know. I don't know because I'm not enough. And they buy that story. Now, what's really going on here? What's really going on underneath the surface? So there's a reveal beneath the reveal of, am I going to be liked or not? Which is the question under, am I enough or not? Which is, and I, I almost uh, need to draw you a picture. but I know you're listening to this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe a picture for your mind. Imagine that you are in the center of a circle. Okay, so just imagine you, maybe a stick figure, stick figure version of you if we are drawing a diagram. There you are, there's a circle all around you. And uh, that circle is not just a single line, maybe it's a double line, so it's kind of like a band, like a little ring around you. Now, there's you, there's this ring around you, and then there's life outside of you. And that ring is your defensive layer. It's your shield. It's your protective layer. And a a defense or a shield in life is not bad. You know, we want to have a shield or a protection against people that might harm you, people that are going to, try to get something from you or hurt you or take or something, right? So you want to be able to, you know, have a shield or protection. The problem is that that defensive layer for for most people that I work with has become overactive to the point where it's keeping not just the bad out, but all of life out. All those healthy risks, right? So instead of, well, I don't want to have someone take advantage of me. So I'm going to have some defense there. It's kind of like, I don't want anyone to disapprove of me and I don't ever want to fail and I don't ever want to make a mistake and I don't ever want to be embarrassed. So the only way to do that is to protect yourself from all of life. So that band is your defense. And the am I enough question has you go right into that little ring that's going around you and just bounce around in there poke around in there again and again and again and again am i enough am i enough am i enough it's an ex- it, you're getting trapped in your own defenses your own shield and not able to get out there and connect with life and it absorbs you and it feels so real and it's it's and almost if someone were to challenge that and say no you could totally do it you're good enough you might even feel angry like how dare you you don't even know you don't even understand what it's like Right, and there's this protection. I remember I was working with a client one time, and and uh, she was pushing back on this. Um, you know, she was she was pushing back to protect her defense. And her defense was, if I reveal how I'm really feeling, particularly anxious with people, they're going to judge me. It's going to go terribly. i I'm, It's going to be. I can't do it in my career. I can't do it in my personal life. But, you know, everyone thinks that anxiety is weakness, and I can never, ever, ever share that. Now, if you think that anxiety is horrible weakness and it's going to lead to awful rejection and ostracization and, and being cast out and unlovable, can you show when you're anxious? Can you reveal? Not, not, not just let it be seen, right? Like, oh, it slipped out, they saw it, but actually share, hey, I'm feeling nervous right now. Can you actually share that? And no, no, because it's you know it's death, right? So so she was sharing that perspective and we were working on upgrading that and challenging that and maybe seeing it a different way. And she kept coming back to like, no, this is the way it is. And at one point I said to her, I said, you're fighting to stay in the cage that your mom and dad put you in when you were a little kid. Cause that's where she learned this stuff. It's like, you're fighting for that cage. And you could see her whole body was like in defensive mode, and then it just kind of uh, softened. She's like, oh, yeah. Right? And so we do that. We fight for this defense. Why? Because we believe that we can't handle it if someone doesn't like us. Hence the question, am I enough? AKA, am I going to be liked? And if we think the answer is no, we tell ourselves, we sell ourselves a total BS story that you're not enough so it's not going to work out, so don't do it. And it's all designed to protect you from that one moment where someone's going to look at you and be like, oh, oh, I didn't realize you were like that. And that that fear of being disliked is based upon a distorted, uh, like a, a logical fallacy. They call it the brush fire fallacy in cognitive therapy, which is that if one person dislikes me and thinks of me poorly then everybody else like that that perspective will spread through humanity like a wildfire like a brush fire burning through you know dry low standing bushes and grasses where it just tear, fires will just tear through fields like that right and this idea that if one person's like oh anxiety that's weakness that everybody thinks that which you know by the way here's a little quick tip for you if you're ever having the perspective that everybody's going to think this, everybody thinks anxiety is weakness, everybody thinks this, you know, anytime you're doing that, just like snap your fingers, maybe shake out your body a little bit like you ever seen a dog shake itself when it's wet to interrupt yourself, to interrupt the pattern and say, okay, (laughs) I'm distorted right now. I'm I'm not thinking clearly. What I'm thinking is not true because I don't care what the perspective is, what the belief is, what the story is. There is not, not one singular perspective that everybody, all of humanity thinks. So you're gonna, you are going to find people out there that think anxiety is weakness. And you are going to find a lot more people out there who are going to be connected with you, who are going to be drawn to your vulnerability. But The only way that you'll ever know that, you can hear me talk about it telling I'm blue in the face. The only way you're ever going to know that is by doing it and by testing it yourself and that's what I was guiding this client to do is to is to she'd been trying to perform by hiding her anxiety for the last, you know, decade or two and it just led to more and more anxiety that's how it works and so the suggestion, the encouragement, the guidance and advice I gave her was to not just go, you know, keep talking or performing but to actually let herself be seen as anxious in those situations which seemed completely intolerable but when you change the story from this is unacceptable to I'm allowed to do this, all of a sudden it becomes more available to you. So no, when you're asking yourself, am I not enough? When you're feeling like you're not enough, really, you're afraid of being disliked. That's all that it is. And really, you're probably just afraid of your own feelings. Because most of the dislike you're gonna come across is your own dislike of yourself, your own lack of acceptance of yourself. People think of dislike or, or criticism of themselves as always very harsh, and oftentimes people will tell me, "Well, I'm getting better. I you know I read your book on my own side. I don't criticize myself nearly as much," and I applaud that. I say, "Great, let's celebrate that win," and that's a low bar. I mean, what if you're in a romantic relationship? And you're like, "Hey, how are things going with your sweetheart? You know, you're dating someone new, right? How's it going?" Well they're sure criticizing me a lot less directly. You'd be like, oh, oh, okay. Doesn't sound like it's going very well, right? (laughs) So uh, beyond criticism, direct criticism, there's another way that people turn on themselves where you're not on your own side, where you're just very dismissive of yourself. You're dismissive of your own thoughts and feelings, your own experience. It's a lot of like, yeah, oh, come on, yeah, but, yeah. It's a lot of that tone, dismissive, uh, almost condescending or contempt. And it's just imagine run everything when you're learning about being on your own side, run it all through the uh, best friend filter or you know, great partner, great husband or wife, or boyfriend or girlfriend, or whatever. You know, like if you were with in a relationship with someone, would you want them to be that way with you? And if you're being that way with yourself, yeah, it didn't pass that test, right? Okay. So to recap, when you're feeling like you're not enough, when you're asking yourself, am I enough and thinking that you're not, interrupt that absorption. You're trapped in that little band of defense. You're just stuck in your own defenses against life. And it's time to open and expand and say, you know what I'm really afraid of is I'm afraid of being disliked. I'm afraid of rejection. I'm afraid of feeling not only other people's dislike, but my own dislike. And what's the way out? Anytime we're afraid of something, the way out is exposure, confrontation, approach. You go into the thing that you're afraid of. In this case, the feelings that you're avoiding right there and then. Okay, what if so-and-so doesn't approve of me? Ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, terrible, terrible. Okay, go into it. In fact, that's gonna be your action step for today. Time for action action, action. So your action step for today is to imagine, okay, you think you're not enough, so what? You're going you're gonna to show up and then someone's not going to like you, right? What's going to be the a great question to ask yourself is, okay, if I'm not enough, what does that mean? What's going to happen? And sure enough, your mind will say, well, so-and-so is going to think this about you. Okay, great. So go to that so-and-so thinking that about you whatever it is, John's going to dislike me. She's going to reject me. He's, he's going to think, Ooh, this loser, I don't want to date him. Okay. Go into that. Now, when you go into that, I'm not saying you go in and be like, yeah. Oh, that's right. She is thinking that. Oh, and she's right. Oh God. That's not healing or resolving anything. That's just writhing around in your own messed up, distorted stories. That's not going to save you. That's not going to liberate you. No, what I'm talking about is you say, you center yourself, you breathe deep and you say, you know what? All my fears are fears of feelings. So let me face the fear of someone disliking me and see if I can let go a little bit here. So you think about so-and-so disliking you. Ah. And you'll feel it. You'll feel this like burning, anxious, twisty, writhing, sad, hurting, something. You just be with it. Breathe around it. Expand around it. Soften the resistance around somebody, somewhere, sometime having a negative judgment or thought or perspective or feeling about you. It's okay. You'll be just fine. Okay. So practicing that. So curious how that goes for you. Uh, By the way, if you're not aware, uh, we do have a Facebook group that you can share. It's free to join. And people share and support each other in that Facebook. It's called Confidence Warriors. So you just go to Facebook and type in Confidence Warriors. You can share there. And I'm on there sometimes, and also we have a large community there. So it's a great way to get support if you wanna share about anything you're learning in these episodes or any support that you you wanna give and and receive. uh, That's a great place to do it. So thanks for being with me today. And until we speak again, may have the courage to be who you are. It's a no on a deep level. That you're awesome. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Shrink for the Shy Guy with Dr. Aziz. If you know anyone who can benefit from what you've just heard, please let them know and send them a link to shrinkfortheshyguy.com. For free blogs, ebooks, and training videos related to overcoming shyness and increasing confidence, go to socialconfidencecenter.com.